Warning, this podcast is very silly. Rob and Al are silly, silly boys. If you are easily offended, then please turn it off now. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! That was purity. Hey. Hey. She's good. That makes sense if we ever get our original intro back. It's two scoops. Coming at you, yeah, from the hood, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, or Alabama, ghetto bitches. <laughs> I'm Rob, and I'm out. Hello, everybody. This week we watched something a little different. Again, <laughs> loved that. We were so uh, our only other listener so far, because obviously other people listen to it, but this is the early days. And I sent the podcast to a friend who listened to it. Yeah. And she recommended this absolute dumpster fire of a film. Yeah, I'm so glad she did for us to watch. So thanks, Lucy, for that one, I think. Um, Alistair, what have we watched this week? We have watched the 2018 masterpiece, The Hurricane Heist. There's a hurricane coming. We gotta go. Agent Corbin reporting in. 600 million Buffalo it's all here with about 300 million of its cousins. It's your responsibility. I'm all right at babysitting old money. We're on lockdown due to the storm. Come on, man. Oh, boy. Turn around now. Do it. This is not good. No witnesses. Oh. <laughs> it's a... Big old pile of crap. Oh, yeah. We're going to, I think, with a budget as well. Kind of? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. It felt like it was just shot in a series of lobbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think with this one, usually what we do is we go, we, we sort of follow the plot yeah. point by point and we go through it. We might have to be a bit more broad stroke with Hurricane Heights. Yeah, there's there's an awful lot of characters in a film that doesn't need an awful lot of characters. Uh, so if if you're looking for the exact names and the exact, you're not going to get them. You're, you're going to get Boss Man. You're going to get Henchman number one. You're going to get a lot of that. It's I, I think we're going to have to re- refer to people as good guys. Yeah. yeah, bad, yeah, bad, yeah. bad guys A. Yeah. Bad guys B. Yeah. Bad guys combined. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bad guys turn on bad guys. And then cop, cop bad guys. Cop. And then Irish crew bad guys. Cop bad guys. Heist bad guys. Eventually all heist bad guys. Yeah. We are, yeah. So it's going to be, we'll try our best. It's going to be a mess. Yeah. Much like the film. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Much so like. We're keeping it on brand. Much like the hurricane heist. Um, <laughs> you know. Just a little bit of information for you. Like Alistair said, it's a Hurricane Heist 2018. Big, big year for cinema, I think. Uh, it's directed by the now non-working Rob Cohen for reasons 
Me Too related. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that went on around this time and yeah. the reason. Um, so yeah, Rob Cohen made the Fast, the first, the original Fast and the Furious. He made Triple X. Mm-hmm. He made the third uh, Mummy film. Uh, so all the good ones, you know. Yeah. Um, it made Stealth. He made. Uh, yeah, he's he's made some dog shit. It. Oh, and we're just adding to it. This is just another leap of turn on the manure hole. Indeed. It's it's really interesting if you look at who wrote the film. I mean, it's probably not, but for me it is, is that it kind of looks like it's been made by a bunch of, like there's two writers on there that you would expect this quality of stuff from. And then there's a story from someone who used to work, whose name is Anthony Fingleton, who was more prolific in the 90s and early noise. Yeah. I have a feeling Anthony Fingleton probably wrote this a long time ago yeah like you said pitched it yeah it was rejected yeah and just kept in a box somewhere big time and then 2000 and i'm assuming 17 rolls around because that's seen a little shot the year before yeah and they look on hey now's the time now's the time yeah you know what we found the crowning jewel in our production company big time because it, it really does there's so many and we'll get into it when we obviously because we always do the plot play by play so we'll get into it but there's so there's such a die hard feeling to especially the middle section yeah um and it really does feel like her character the 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 sort of one of the three leads she she really feels like it was a lucy mclean john mclean's daughter's film and they took it to Fox, and Fox went, absolutely not. And, and then they took it to Ralph Cohen, and he was like, well, yeah, I'm it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll do it. Could you get me? That's how I assume Rob Cohen thinks. All my, all my Me Too people sound like Harvey Weinstein. Every single one of them is just like a disgusting slug person. <laughs> but, um, yeah. That's that's what I imagine it's like in your auditioning room, this like slug man just slimes through <laughs> like a Junji Ito character. He's... I think, like, for me, just before we kick off, it felt like someone in the 90s was writing this. Again, the Anthony Fingleton yeah. was smoking a lot of weed. He saw Twister. Yeah. He'd seen Die Hard. And yeah. thought, oh, my God. He'd seen Point Break. He'd seen Point Break. Yeah. And he thought, if I just smash these together at random, yeah. maybe... I'll have a block was it. And yeah. to be fair, I assume, like, you know, he was probably thrilled when this got me. He probably got a payday, but yeah. <laughs> he, he hasn't done, I mean, I say he worked quite a lot. He, yeah, he worked on two things. He wrote Drop Dead Fred. He worked, wrote a film called Swimming Upstream. There's a lot of time between all these films 1991, 2003, and then 2018. Wow. So he's not exactly prolific. No. Anyway. <laughs> Let's try and do the plot of fucking Hurricane Heist. Yeah. So we start in uh, Alabama. Alabama. 1992. You're going to have to excuse us because we're probably going to do this a lot during the night. There's some bad accents in this here movie, boy. My God. <laughs> we're going to play some football runs. <laughs> hey, boys, you're going to practice your football while we're in the heat on. <laughs> Goddamn no. You get in that there house, that's definitely not safe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is making no sense. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the film starts. 
We're with a father and his two sons in a uh, in a pickup truck. In a goddamn, it's a goddamn tow truck. He's a goddamn blue color can. Yeah, because I'm a goddamn man. I don't drive no hatchback. Oh well, sir, this brand's some pure electric oil. <laughs> um, we'll stop doing that. <laughs> I will not <laughs> speak for yourself. God help it. Um, yeah, so Dad's Dad is driving his pickup truck with the two boys. And there's a massive storm, and uh, the the two boys are arguing, and, and you know the dad says, "Come on, uh, stop, stop getting at each other, and, and practice your, your, you know, your football uh, call outs. You know, so we're gonna run a a Nebraska eighty-two. I think they call it a play, don't they? Play. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, football I, play. I couldn't think. Yeah, uh, practice your football players, and then the the youngest son goes, "Watch out!" And there's a tree. Yeah, it's fallen in the storm. That's it. Cause he, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tree falls, and they're like, "Holy God, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um And then he he sort of veers off the road, doesn't he? Lands on the only rock in this open field. Yeah, the field of like they're in, again they're in Alabama. Yeah, but they just yeah he, he curves on a rock, and then he's the storms are coming. All oh, big time. Storms right behind them. It's round up their ass, and uh, <laughs> they. The, the dad's like, okay, I'm going to get these two guys, these my two sons in this house who I don't know who lives there. I'm sure it'll be safe. He, do, he actually says to them, he's like, I'm sure it'll be fine. This will this be okay, I think. But then the weirdest part is that he then goes, I now need to go back out to get the truck on the road. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? seeing what's happening outside. What difference does it make if it's on this rock or if it's on the road? Yeah. What, what would you plan <laughs> after that, Pops? Hello? Hello? Come on. I'm sure it's all right. You boys stay in here. I got to get that truck back on the road. You understand? Let us help. No, you're safer in here. Breeze, you're in charge. Yes, sir. You got that, Willie? Unfortunately, he goes out. He's, I think he gets the wind. She's doing something with the truck, and the boys are watching from the window. And then the big old storm is just knocking shit over. Yeah. And in this, like, it's so quick. It's like, there's no real build-up to it. If you've ever seen Twister, the 90s classic, it's a very similar opening. Very similar. Where the family, they bang down the hatches, and then the dad's, you know, he's, he goes out, I think, to get the dog or something, and he gets blown away. But the whole thing is done quite well. It's, you know, whatever. Spread out, and it's, it's paced well. Yeah. This, he goes outside, tries to fix the truck, the boys watch you from the window, and then a fucking silo just like runs him over. Yeah. The storm blows a, a silo over. Papa gets pancaked. <laughs> you just see it. The slot machine just gets rolled over. And you're like, eh, well, he fucked. And then and the two boys are screaming, no, no, no. And then a face mm-hmm. appears in the goddamn storm like a skull face. So like, like I said, like if you've ever seen The Mummy. Yeah, it literally looks when Imhotep's face appears in the sand wall when they're chasing him. Yeah, great reference. Which yeah. is insane because this film is is taking itself so seriously. Hundred percent. Like yeah. this is this. Yeah, there's no paranormal anything else or supernatural element to this. Nope. They just see a skull face. Yeah, I didn't know if this was like meant to be because they both see it as well. Definitely, it's, it's clear that they've both seen it. It's not like a. Because you could play it off as a the, the youngest kid has seen it. It's like a PTSD. It's like a night. Uh, you know, it, it's sort of he's imagining it, but mm-hmm. they both clearly see it. I I feel like that was what they were going for. Yeah, because he sees it later on again. But it's like, why even do it? Yeah, 
why does it need completely to be unnecessary? So the school face appears. Like a lot of this film. Ah, all of it. Yeah. Start to fucking finish. <laughs> Again, it's going to be broad strokes, guys. Big time. So the film, then we, you know, classic. I think we cut twenty years later. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's one of them. Um, we do, and we're in the trucks. Yes, uh, and this is yeah. We're introduced to the big, big old green muddy trucks. Yeah, and it's never really explained what the deal is with the trucks and why we're shredding money. I think it because it's old money. I think that they mentioned that because it's old money, it needs to be shredded. I'm guessing what's happening is. So this is a point of the film I understand. So I, I believe that it's old money and they're shredding the old money because of like the new denominations of money. Okay, and they're going to put new money into circulation. Yeah. But they don't explain that. No, they don't explain it. But also, what's the fucking point in stealing it then? Because it's like old money becomes invalid up to a certain point. Big time. It matters, it's like they're all marked bills at a certain point. Isn't it? Essentially, all the serial numbers on these... Anyway... Let's not dive and think. Like, old money's just good for uh, snorting toot and putting in G-strings or, or whatever she says. It's like it's being up, being up more noses and down G-strings and they wear it. Anyway, sorry. She's a family lieutenant. <laughs> yeah, big time. Big fun. So we, we have a shot of the three trucks with uh, $600 million yeah. in. And by two guys in the back. Between, between the, the three trucks and there's a... There's a car accident in Alabama, so she's uh, she's a she's a rogue agent. She's a she's a loose cannon, isn't she? Oh yeah, she's she's like, you want to buckle up, there, boy? I'm gonna use my bumper, and she just starts like mowing people down, just rabbit into the traffic. People are in those cars, children. I'm assuming. Yeah, she's just and she, and the guy says something like, you know, I think you might be a little psychotic. She's like, I think so too. She's actually not from Alabama, but I, everyone's gonna be hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Is the hurry. We do have to bank this load before the storm hits, so there's that. Here, move over. What? Over. This is Corbin. Buckle up. You know those bumps in the road you hear about? Here they come. No, I think you're a little psychotic. I think you're a little bit right. But then she like veers off into a tobacco field and takes this, I'm assuming quite weighed down 18-wheeler through all this mud and tobacco as if it's going to work. Again, don't think too hard on it. No, don't think too hard on it. Yeah. Because then you'll start asking questions like, well, why did they need to take it to the vault? Yeah. And this this film does not want you asking questions. Oh, no. So you stop thinking. I'm assuming this is what they show people after they've been lobotomized, just to make sure. <laughs> oh, he's giving it two thumbs up. Yeah, successful surgery. <laughs> so then I think, do we probably get, do we get a scene with the younger brother, who's now a meteorologist? Yes. Yeah, in his we, tank we introduce him, but we don't explain. The film is very good at not actually explaining or who the fuck anyone is mm. at all. So, yeah, we, we see the younger brother. We get, actually, I'm wrong. We get a shot of all the nerds at, like, the Houston We Have a Problem building. Yes. And they've and, all... the, and the female intern comes up and goes, hey, this is actually a, a, a so-and-so hurricane. He's like, hey, good work, darling. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. He's like, 
She's like, I'll, I'll get that. He goes, I need this information ASAP. And she's like, I'll get it to you in five. And yeah. it's, it's like it's like one of those scenes where you go to like a government building in a film. Remember like the 90s when you watch like a film and like everyone's on a computer doing something, looking busy. But it's just a bunch of pie charts and graphs. Yeah. Nothing I, nothing looked storm related. I didn't, I, I mean, I I wouldn't know, but it just, it literally just looked like a bunch of people acting at a computer screen. It was yeah. the dumbest thing. Look busy. And again, these characters that are introduced in this office that, are like storm people. Yeah. I think they might be you get introduced to three characters that you never see again. Yeah. They're introduced at the beginning, these meteorologists, I'm assuming that's the profession they're doing. Sure. Could be. Yeah. Might be wrong. I, yeah. Well he is, so yeah, I, I guess they're all from the same branch. They're introduced at the beginning. I think we have a little conversation with this guy a little bit later on. And that's it. Yeah. You could no need. No yeah. need for them to be yeah in the film. But so she says to the boss, and she she's like, "Oh, it's a it's a so and so thing." So he gets on the horn mm-hmm. to his meteorologist, who just happens to be the younger son that watched uh, watched his dad get flattened by a rogue silo. Yeah, but again, that's not like explained. Absolutely not. You just a guess. You just guess that that's him. Yeah. Like even though it, it well, it's twenty years later. How am I meant to know what he looks like? And later on, which was weird, he's got a picture in his little truck. Mm. I would say little truck. This giant fucking time mobile that he's got. <laughs> Fight storms. <laughs> Obviously, of him and his dad. Why not just open that that scene with that shot and we'd go, oh, it's it's the just, guy. It's the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing. No, none of that. It's just, this is a meteorologist, dude. And he's trying to warn them, and he's like, "This is this is a real bad storm." Yeah, so he, he has a lovely scene, doesn't he, where he's outside the jeep and he's he's got his two drawers, two dual drawers. He, he sends his like rub rub uh oh, fucking robot controlled drones that just fly the selves. They they go off, and he looks to the storm, doesn't he? And he goes, "I'm on the they go on the rest to make you girl." <laughs> yeah. Talks to the storm. They, they gon' on the rest to make you. You will make them pay. Yeah, he he talks to the storm as though it's his like lover. <laughs> and this is British actor Toby Kebbell. Toby Kebbell doing his worst Alabama. Yeah, and um, I, again, just to introduce Toby Kebbell, broad strokes. You all probably know if you've seen Rock and Roller. Yeah, he's a rock and roller, isn't he? Yeah, he's um, he's the the bad ape in the uh, Planet of the Apes movies, Cujo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in Kong Skull Island, which you haven't seen. It's a front no. Isn't it? no, I haven't seen. But yeah, he sends his uh, he sends his dual drones. Don't know how he flies both of them at the same time off into the storm. No, for no reason at all. It just they, they just seem like the most impractical thing to send into a hurricane. Yeah, they're pretty plasticky. And we've got like tiny little fans on them. Yeah. What were they gonna do? What was the plan there? Again, none of this is explained. He just does it. Yep. Then he's like, they're going to underestimate you, girl. Yeah. It's, it reminded me a little bit of like Nick Cage in Gone in 60 Seconds, the yeah. way he talks to the car, but yeah. with less uh, sort of build up. So it didn't make any sense at all. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then he's, then he's, he's, I think he's, he's back on the blower. He's on the, he's on the old, uh, he's on the old blower to the office. <laughs> Toby Fack and Kebble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he's basically saying, you know, this is big old storm. They go, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> response. What am I? What am I? So he actually says, what am I supposed to do? Walt, waltz into the the president's office and tell him about your hunch, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's not being funny. Why am I even here then? Yeah. Why have you hired me? Why am I a person 
who does this job, if you're not going to believe what I tell you when I fucking tell you it, I'm not out here like Mystic Beck just guessing. I've sent the drones in. <laughs> I've done the science. No thanks. You're underestimating our smelling. Yeah. While you're smelling it, we're reading it from carefully calibrated scientific instruments. The cumulus is spiraling inward at a crazy rate. Millibar's 985. You ever seen a millibar dive that quick? Not consistent with our projections. Damn your projections. I'm telling you, this one's going to be off the scale. Trust me. Dinner at the Crab Shack if it gets higher than a two. Now, stop thinking about your stomach and your government expense account that's going to pay for it. You should get the National Guard down here before it's too late. I respect you, Will. You're a first-rate meteorologist. But I can't just traipse into the president's office and offer up your gut now, can I? Well, you wish you had. <laughs> um, we then go back, I believe, to the... the the money facility, facility yeah. I guess I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah. And she she's talking to another character that we see for a scene. We get introduced to the very tight security on the gate. Don't we forget those oh, guys. Oh, we do. I apologize. Don't forget those guys. They go through and they're like, we're going to need to see your ID. We'll go check in under the truck for with a fucking, uh, what is it? A mirror. Yeah, absolutely. They never check in the truck. No, there could be anyone in there. Yeah, they just they just go. This is a green truck. These are the people we were looking for. Yeah, I'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. She's been here before. Let her in again. The we'll get into how the heist goes down. But if this had been me, if this had been me planning the heist, a I would never have gone to the muddy facility because you already have the muddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we we have missed a, a vital point. The uh, chief bad guy who is later revealed, is in the truck with her. His name is Perkins. Perkins. Perkins is with her in the truck. Yeah. Uh, and we're, again, because none of it is explained, you as the audience are led to believe that her and him have worked together for They give off a vibe. That... She says that, um, I've been doing this with you for a year now. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. She did something in Utah that was bad. Yeah, and it someone was... got hurt. Someone got hurt. Someone got killed. And... I got that blood on my hands. I can't get it out for. Wrong kid died. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're, we're introduced to Perkins, who's played by Ralph Innocent, who you probably know from, he was in The Witch. He's the dad from The Witch. He's actually a couple, he's in Game of Thrones. He was in. Yeah. Ready in, Player One. He's in Kingsman as well. Yeah. The first yeah. one. So he's he's not a known actor. Yeah. He's, well, you know, we'll go we'll get there. We'll get into his bad guy a little bit. Yeah. We'll get into his Hans Gruber as, as we go. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> and father of five, yeah. He's, so yeah, so he's in the truck with her, yeah. And he is. It, it is revealed very quickly once we're in the facility that he is the bad guy that's after the money. He's the mole. He's yeah. the betrayer. He's the turncoat. He's yeah, the, yeah, the leader of the bad guys. Bad guys, eh? Um, <laughs> yeah, bad guys, eh? <laughs> yeah. But back to my point, like, <laughs> so he already is in the truck. With the six hundred million, yeah, with a loaded gun, and he could easily blow her goddamn head off and just turn the truck around. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, um, but that's uh, maybe part of the plan is to steal it in the hurricane. Well, he's he's a greedy boy, Rob. If he just takes that truck, he'll only get two hundred million. He wants all three, and then he gets six hundred quick maths. Which isn't explained. Like, it's not explained why he needs It's not like Denzel in Trading Day where it's like, he needs this amount because that is the amount he owes to the Russian mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this, it's just like, I like money and I want... He's smiled with the dragon for bulk cash. <laughs> for crumpled, dirty notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, you know, they 
they they get to the facility. These guys, these super security on the gate. There's one gate, by the way. Yeah, and it just it's not like you'd assume this money facility would be like fucking Fort Knox, yeah, yeah like Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, uh, it is not. You'd assume like several walls, ways of getting in. Nope, it's just a sliding gate. Yeah, he may as well just be one of those bendy bar things. Yeah, and literally three guys at the gate. Yeah, and a, and a little like security hut yeah. all of which just wait seem like they're waiting for retirement they're just like whatever <laughs> you know so they they yeah they let them in um we go into the facility we're introduced to the guy that's running the facility yeah who is um he's he's got something to do i don't think we've introduced uh casey who is the woman who did the yeah the stick shift driving through the she's the maverick yeah she's an a atf agent through the battlefield that's maggie grace who you you're gonna know from Taken. He's... Yeah, she's Liam Neeson's daughter in the Taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. the one that always looks like she's blind. <laughs> you never really know where she's looking. <clears throat> she does. Um, I thought she was gonna wear shades this whole movie. <laughs> and just have like a CNI dog over. Anyway, bad man. <laughs> so it's introduced that she has like some some sort of past relationship uh, with Marino, who's the guy I. Not even going. Who is he? He like runs the treasury, doesn't? Yeah, because where all the money is, the 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 money facility. They refer to it as the treasury. Yeah, he's like boss man. He's like treasury boss man. He's the he's the treasury guy. Yeah, and he's showing around um, these two people, one of whom is like a British James Franco. Yeah, that's what I vibes I got. And then another one is someone called Melissa Bellano, who are there to te- check the security. Yeah. Mm. And they've and they've got all the systems are down, but their systems are still working. Rob, mm. that's mm. true. And she's in a cocktail dress. Yeah. So the girls, these two, we're not gonna let's the hey hey spoilers for the next hour of the film. They're part of the bad crew. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because <laughs> if you didn't see that coming, <laughs> isn't exactly Oscar-winning material in terms of the screenplay. So yeah. Whatever. The twists and turns are not that twisty. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. <laughs> But she, they're part of, they're, so these guys are part of this heist crew. They know there's going to be a heist. They know there's going to be some sort of gunplay, I'm assuming, at some point. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? But they're not exactly, like, field ready. No. You'd think maybe something a bit more, like, active wear. No, no, the girl hacker, because these two are hackers, they they do the hacking. Yeah, but she, she again, I'm jumping ahead, I apologize. But if she was wearing active wear, Rob, she couldn't get railed in the truck at the end. <laughs> Well, yeah, she, she needs a cocktail dress so she can hike it up and I, sit on uh, fucking budget Tom Hiddleston's dick. I can see Rob Coyne now going through the screenplay, and when it, in the screenplay, it's like, yeah, we've got this uh, this kind of smart mouth black guy to be the hacker, and he's like, that's a little too diehard for me. Mm. What if we split that character into two? Yeah, one of it's uh, a non-intimidating British guy, and the other is a smoking hot tan girl from the valley. Yeah. And I'll hold that audition. Yeah, big time. <laughs> and you just get anyone you want to be the British guy. I don't care. 100%. And when she's in the film, I don't think active wear. I don't think she should be combat ready for the um, the upcoming heist. I think it'd be best if she wore high heels and a cocktail dress. Yeah. Rob, we, we noticed in the script, there's a, a towards the end of the film, you've, you've added a, a sequence in the truck where she's getting absolutely blasted. <laughs> Uh, with a cocktail dress around uh, above a, uh, you know, hiked up. He's like, yes, yes, I have added that scene. I will not be questioned. I think it will add depth. Yeah, I am Rob Cohen, director of Triple X. Yeah. Uh, know your place. The Mummy 4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, for some reason she's wearing a cocktail dress. I'm entered it so she can get absolutely rotted in the truck. Dummy. For no reason. Yeah. And these two hackers as well, all the way through the film, they say great lines like, have you tried the Flooper Duper code? Yeah. At one point they say something about, it's not a xenomorph. They go something about a, a, a xenomorph. Uh, have you looked at the xenomorph? And he's like, it's the first thing I did. <laughs> How dare you insult me? I'm always looking at it. Because I said to you, I can't remember what the word was. But I, I said to you, I was like, I always check the telemorph. Yeah. <laughs> and if the telemorph doesn't work, you better put in the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, maybe after that, the cucumber number 10. Try a zygomorph. I already called the dummy procedure there to force a flush of the optimizer's register coloring. That's getting us somewhere. Hello. We have to substitute an I.O. device by loading a hunger driver routine into one of the monitor's wormholes. English. 30 minutes. Open sesame in 30. What the f- Maybe we ran into her bots and tried again. I think a little bit as well. Like, my, the, the bit where they always, they're, when they're typing, yeah, it's just, I'm at my keyboard now, so it's just like this. Yeah, just constant. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? That's that's them, like, hacking into something. They yeah. love to hack into things. Oh, anyway, so we meet them. Um, she, Casey, is it? Casey, yeah. Casey is, um, she's doing, we're not really sure what she's doing, but she, she closes the vault and she puts her iPad into the system. A lot of iPads in this film. They love, and the Apple Watches. Yeah. Big, big Apple fans. They love it. Um, so, yeah. So she's doing something with her iPad and, and there's all these numbers and, she, and she's like putting in the code and it shuts the safe, doesn't it? And then, yeah, again, we're introduced to another character that we get for one scene and then never see again. Who was that? I've already forgotten. And the military guy, and she's like, I, I need permission to change the code. And he's like, permission? Great. Oh, she he was the guy that was in... She's like, if this money's my responsibility, I want to change the code. She's an ATF agent. Yes. And I think he's an ATF agent. And he's... This is... That scene was so weird. Yeah. Because they had this kind of like heartfelt scene, but she's on fucking Zoom. She's on a video call with him on an iPad. Yeah. And with an unlimited battery. Yeah. With an unlimited battery and amazing signal. Yeah. And the guy's like, what happened in Utah? They're doing that whole thing. Big time. You got to put it behind you. You got to move on. Hey, you better than this. Diddle -diddle. And they call it's, it. it's Al Powell when he shot the kid in Die Hard. They're trying it's exactly do, that. They're trying to do the Al Powell thing, but it doesn't work because A, these two are terrible. Yeah. And B, it's through a fucking video call on an iPad. So she just stood there holding it weirdly. Yeah. Like a foot away from her face, trying to like act and like, oh. Yeah, Look, don't forget that 600 million is your responsibility until it's destroyed, okay? Got no problems with that. Turns out I'm all right at babysitting old money. It's not the field, but. Hey, I want to battery you after Utah. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even have a job right now. And I appreciate that. It's not really a job. I think we both know what this is. Look, I... I made a bad call. But no one can punish me like I already punished myself. Casey, don't do this. Listen, if, uh, if the money's my responsibility, um, I'd love to get a reset on the vault code. Hurricanes give people bad ideas. Okay. Consider it authorized. Thanks. And Casey. Take care of yourself, okay? It's rough. So she's like, uh, if this if this money's my responsibility, I want I want approval to change the code. And he goes, uh, you know, permission granted or whatever. So the iPad comes back out and it's in the machine. 
and you see her do something and, it, and it's loads of code numbers isn't it on the screen and then she's uh she, she's walking past all the offices she sees shady british guy budget tom hiddleston mm-hmm. and, and cocktail dress yeah and uh she's like if there's no signal in here they've got she doesn't say this but it's written all over her face like they're up to shifty no good. Yeah. So she decides to put her iPad in a bag and she stashes it in one of the money bins mm-hmm. and she covers it with the old crumple notes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And you'd assume, well, let's not get into why I'd assume because why I'd assume and why actually happens is filled with far-fetched. <laughs> you, I think something happens with the, the power the generator is going to go. Yeah. I do as I recall, there was some issue with the generator or there was yeah. something that happens with a backup generator. I need that goddamn repair boy. So they have to go get the repair boy, um, who just so happens to be the other brother from the opening of the film. The older brother, yeah. So Casey Baggy Grace is sent off to get him. Yeah. At which point while she's away, is that when it goes heisty? Yeah. But we have a bit more of the... Because the, the younger brother, Tony Kebbell's character... Yeah, uh, Tony Kebbell's character's called Will. Will. Yeah. Will has turned up at his older brother's house. Ryan Quanton, who's called Breeze. Of course he's called Breeze. Yeah? Of, of course. Is that okay? Of course he's called Breeze. Lovely. <laughs> Beautiful. Just in case you weren't on board. Um, yeah. he, goes, he goes to see Breeze and he's like, they're underestimating their, their, their hurricane boy. Yeah, and and we get this great American thing where where Breeze is like, you know, he was in Afghanistan, and he he wakes up in the morning and he drinks whiskey mixed with coffee granules, yeah, and he bangs ladies called whatever she was, and keeps the panties, yeah, and for some reason those panties ain't mine. Oh, was that And then he puts them in his own bag. Yeah, Toby Kebbell, Will's character, Will is somehow packing Ryan Quantum's character a bag, and then he finds his purple panties and go and then Ryan's corner's like they ain't my panties I don't wear them and then he's like okay and then he puts them in a bag for him yeah. for some reason I mean maybe it's just like well he's saving them for a reason I don't yeah. look maybe no yeah. questions here <laughs> trying to build bridges <laughs> alright um, that's when we kind of I think that's when we go back to the we have this amazing scene where uh, the the Electrical, they're they're they're, dis- they're disguising themselves as like some sort of electrical support team or something like that. There's some sort of yeah, they're hook hair. They're hooking up the local like dish for their for their hot wire to DC. Yeah, and the the these guys show up at the the flimsy gate of security at the money place, and they're yeah. like, "We can't let you in. You've got no ID." Hey, we've been asked to fix the electrical thing, and all the all the signs are leading us here. Just let us do our job. And this is like the guy's gonna go. Oh fuck me! Yeah, come in. I just again, this is what annoys me. Well, I mean, a lot of it does. This was a thing that annoyed me because you just think all these guys would be like, "Get the fuck back!" All of them would be like, "Guns on this car now, big time!" Instead, they're like, "Uh, what?" It's like, we, "You can't come in." I'm sorry, and then they. they out of nowhere, these lot just turn into fucking John Wick with Nerf guns, like yeah. art guns. With, with tranquilizer guns. But, like, those military dudes wouldn't have let them up already. Absolutely. And this is what I mean about the lack security. You'd have a wall with guys on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised there's not a minigun there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that's nice for towers. Something that immobilizes the car completely. It's only $600 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a federal facility. Yeah. There's yeah. way more than $600 million in there. There's cash everywhere. Yeah. And they're just like, eh, you know what? 
Yeah. Three guys in the door, little push button to get him. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So we get we get one of the, the military guys, I'm gonna call him Ranger Rick. <laughs> he uh, he holes up in the security gate and uh the the three shits bad guys A yeah. are uh are trying to get him with the dart guns and he's having none of it. So they flash bang him. And then dime. And it's just like, fuck me, what is going on? And it does feel as well that, like, if a, a film like Die Hard, for instance, which I guess is a good jumping off point to reference all the time, they'd have just shot them. Yeah. And you'd have gone, oh, these guys aren't to be fucked with. These are real bad guys. But in this, I'm guessing because they wanted their PG-13 rating. Yeah. They used Dargons. Yeah, they can't be blowing too many people away. Yeah, especially not American goddamn security services. Yeah. They got the flag on. They ain't going down. They're going to make it to the end. Plus, I suppose as well, you can't blow them all away because then you couldn't have the scene later when the younger brother tries to break them out, which is the most pointless scene. Yeah, because then nothing happens with it. Uh, We'll get get that. I'm pretty positive they leave them in there. The hurricane kills them. Whatever. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that. We'll get that, hopefully. If I haven't... It's happened. Broad Yeah, 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 yeah. Broad I'm being too specific. I apologize. Um, so you have this scene that's terrible where they over these three individuals with pop dart guns overthrow essentially a militia yeah. armed security that are meant to be protecting this. that are meant to be experienced me it's not just like rent a rent a guard it's like the military yeah they've got armed plates on they've yeah got, they've got assault rifles yeah i'm assuming radios to communicate with each other doesn't matter because these guys these guys have got tranquilizer guns yeah and there's three of them and speed they do they even have speed they're they, very quick <laughs> yeah sure Basically, the X Men they're dealing with. <laughs> so they they overthrow the the facility, and this is when you realize that Perkins is a bad guy because the guys inside are like, "Holy shit, we're we're being raided!" Yeah, because one of the one of the soldiers they don't manage to nerf gun him uh, quick enough, and he manages to get a shot off. Yeah, and then all the alarms start going off. That's it. And then Perkins reveals himself. Yeah, and he is the as the super shit mole, super shit mole, and he pulls his dart gun out, which is just a real gun, and shoots all the guys around him, and yeah, fights a bunch of guards off. And he and you have like this. I don't know if it was then, but where he fights one guard, and it's like really weirdly choreographed. Yeah, it's it's not good, and he does this sort of like. Yeah, I know none of you saw that. I apologize. Just opposed and as if to say, I am the man. Fucked you up, motherfucker. It was just horrible to us. Awful, yeah. Yeah. It was, I literally said, like, um, that you can hear the director of Video Village going, should we, should we maybe do one more? Because that was shit. Yeah, it was the end of the day, though, wasn't it? And, yeah, and the editor yeah. was like, I'm not, I'm not recutting. Ralph Innocent was like, well, I've, I've done my bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably his last shoe with the film. Yeah, <laughs> it did have that vibe. Yeah. Is the craft table still open? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, probably not getting paid a lot for this. Um, so, they, they, yeah, they, they overthrow the building. It's terrible. And then, um, what's his face? Yeah, Moreno, the guy that's running the facility. He's in the room with the two hackers who are yet to reveal themselves. Yeah. As baddies. Yeah. So he's, he thinks that he's safe. He's like, the, the glass in here is bulletproof. Right? Yeah. And just stay in here. You'll be fine. And Perkins walks up to the door and he's like, what does that say? Open system here. And the door busts open. He does this thing all the way through the film where he's tr- really trying to be like a standout bad guy. Yeah. He's just terrible. Awful. And this is a great example of it. 
when he goes to intimidate Marino, he like grabs him and he's like, "Open the vault or whatever." He his version of being scary is just shouting at someone. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He's like, rah, 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 rah. "Yeah," and grabbing people by the throat. He's a big fan of that. Yeah. Whereas again, if you look at someone like Gruber in Die Hard, who's very cold and calculating, no physicality whatsoever, doesn't lose his temper. He is the man in control. Yeah. This guy is not the man in control. Is no. like this is a Paul you're in character. He likes to shout and threaten and he's like, I will kill you. And you're like, Well, you haven't done it yet. So Yeah, you clearly can't. So I'm gonna call you bluff. Yeah. Um... Where is she? <clears throat> you tell me anything other than the truth. So help me, your brains are gonna spill all over this stainless. Where is she? The gen... The backup generator failed. She went to get the repair guy. She should have been back by now. But then it's, uh, it's something I... God, you fucking film. Uh, they... <laughs> They, so, something, something, something happens. We go. So we're at the we're at the younger brother's house. He has a, an auto repair shop. Yeah, he let just like his daddy. He let him car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anyway, so the the older the older brother's there, and he's helping him batten down the hatches. You gonna help me bore up these windows? Yeah. <laughs> That was good. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, he's helping him board up the windows, and Casey turns up, and she's like, "Are you the? Are you the? Are you the repair guy?" And the younger brother's like, he gets a whiff, mm-hmm. doesn't he? A whiff of it, and he's like, "Right, I'm off. I'm yep. going with her. See you later." And he's like, he just leaves his brother boarding up his own with. Yeah, I'm alone in a storm. He's doing it for him, and he's like, "Right, you've got this. I'm off." Yeah. I've got a whiff. I've got to go. Um, <laughs> apparently, with this uh, lovely blonde lady. I've got to be honest with you. I'd have done the same. Yeah. And he's like, Shall I, will you be here when I get back? And he's like, probably not. He's like, well, let's do it again in five years. Yeah, yeah. This is the kind of like nonchalant attitude they've got towards each other. They're real man. I think it's your fault my daddy died. It's your fault, daddy dad. Not the silo. It's not the storm. Not the fact that your dad's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I think there's a scene later on, I mean, I'll just say it now, where they go, like, they share, like, a bit of an emotional moment. And just to bring it right back, oh. he goes, like, one of the brothers goes, you promised me now that's the most emotional we ever get a girl of each other. And you think, oh, just don't. Just don't. Yeah. Like, just don't. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, Breeze, uh, Goes no, off. I believe he's called Breeze. Oh, yeah. That's horrendous. Oh, no, no. It's just horrendous. It's just even worse, yeah. isn't it? Just when you think it couldn't get worse. I assume they just threw a bunch of fucking wind puns in a ball pit and his came out. Fantastic. Casey, Breeze goes off with Casey. They go back to the facility. They have a bit of a moment where he mentions the, you know, the, uh, little tours in Afghanistan will do that to a man. Do what? We're talking about. Puts uh, pepper in your step and. Hair on your butt cheeks. Imagine just getting in a car with someone like, when I was in Afghanistan, he'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I did not ask. No one cares. I'm putting capital on. <laughs> so you're a hometown boy, huh? Uh-huh. 
when I took a small detour to Afghanistan and back, but that was just to break up the monotony. It'll do that. Now, you see that? That right there was my last official glory zone. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at the starting quarterback of the Gulfport Gators from 99 to 2001. All winning seasons, mind you. <laughs> I got six brothers. They ate, slept, and drank football. Six brothers? Yep. Shit, lady, I got just one, and it's a damn minefield. They get back to the facility and they see the damage, don't they, that's been done at the... Something's not right here. Something's not right here. No shit. And she, get, she gets down and does her best attempt at crouching behind oh, her. her. terrible. She's the stiffest person I've ever seen. Like, she can't squat. She's just... She's like a right angle. Yeah. But I'm like, you're going you're gonna to do your back in. Yeah. Do it. And then she gets spotted instantly. She's got a green laser and a red laser mm -hmm. on her. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Breeze sticks the sticks the car in in first. Yeah, and he and he does a big spin, doesn't he? Does a bit of a Fast and the Furious and drift spin. Drift. I think he hits something to knock those guys off and puts the puts the car in between her and the and the <clears throat> bad guys, the the henchman A team. Yeah, yeah. She jumps in the in the car, and uh, they take off. But then the the cyber twins. Yeah. Oh, you're not going nowhere. And and pull the bollards up. Where was this earlier on? When yeah. the ice was going on? Well, they were in control, Rob. Oh, fuck. They were in control. Nice. I, yeah, I've underestimated Hurricane Heights. You have? Maybe I've been too harsh on it. Yeah. I don't know, You're like the government with that hurricane. You underestimate. I'm underestimating this girl. So they crash into the bollards. She gets away. And she and she runs like through the, the the village. So something that I found to the younger brother, they catch the younger brother. They take him in, and they're like, "You're here, fix the pump, fix the pump." But I, she but she gets away. She, but she's being chased by one of the the henchmen. Yeah, but what I didn't understand with this was the scene with her driving with Breeze from the fixing shop. It seems to take forever. Seems to be like ten minutes at least. And they're in a car and they're driving, so you can assume it's a fair few miles. Yeah. You know, they managed to have a full-on conversation. Literally, as she runs away, it cuts and she's back in town. Literally seconds. Seconds. Yeah, it's like it's down the road. It, yeah. And she's just back there. And she and she bumped, she's meet up with Will, Toby Kevill. He's in the car, isn't he? And he sees her being shot at. Oh, okay. And he's like, well, you were with my brother. So if you're getting shot at, my brother's probably getting shot at. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm all in the rain. <laughs> and uh, he puts the Batman... Four by four tank. Yep. In again, in between her and the and the bad guy, and and they tear off, don't they? What I love about the the Batman four by four tank is that the way the doors open is like ridiculous, <laughs> stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. One goes up and it's like splitting half. Yeah. So half the door goes up, half the door goes down. Doesn't hit the deck. It's not like a step. It's, it's like at a, a right angle. It just flaps out. And you never get a shot of someone either exiting or entering the vehicle because no. you know it looked fucking it's impossible. Stupid. Yeah, you'd have to jump, run and jump into it. <laughs> just hope to God you don't clip your head or your shin on the way in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then I, is that when they go to the sheriffs? Yeah. Yeah. So this is where the film really starts to take a twisty turn. Yeah. They are another twist. Oh, you would spoil me. <laughs> so they, 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 they head to, uh, to the sheriff's office. This is uh, Casey and Will. Yeah. The, the younger brother is Will. is Toby Kebble and Casey, the blind girl from Taken, go to uh, 
goes to the sheriff's office. Sheriff's still there. No one else is in the town, by Bad the way. That most of the town is now shut down. Yeah. Because of the hurricane. Yeah. The 600 mile an hour hurricane road. And I looked this up. This isn't a trivia. The fastest hurricane ever recorded was 215 miles an hour or something like that. Yeah. So, what the fuck? Big time. Well, it's so fast, it's got a fucking face in it, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, this is the thing. This 600 mile an hour um, pressure cooker of a hurricane is on its way. Um, So, she... They go to the sheriff's office, <clears throat> and the sheriff's just there. She's like, he's like proper chill. She's hanging out, just have, have like a normal day. Yeah. Bye, well, guys. Because we were saying, weren't we? It's like the the treasury's been taken over by by bad guy group A, and he's like, well, shit, come on inside and have a sit down. And we were going, did you not fucking hear what I just yeah. said? We like explain the situation. Obviously, it makes sense when he turns, but at the time, you were like. Be more bothered. Yeah. Like, come on, take a seat next and we will have ourselves a little cookout. Yeah. Talk I'll get my kettle prod on your genitals. Oh, yeah. Well, come Hello? On. What are you people doing here? The town's under mandatory evacuation. I'm sure glad you don't listen to your own orders, Jimmy. It's me. Willie? Willie Rutledge, is that you? <laughs> Jimmy, listen. They got my brother tied up in the treasury. Well, who's got it? The treasury's being robbed. Casey Corbin, ATF. How many men can you round up? I knew today was going to be a shit show. Come on in the mouths. Tell me all about it. How many of them are there? I only had eyes on two, but they took out 14 guards, high-tech security. There's bound to be more. So they're highly organized. I can't confirm casualties, but there was no blood, so hoping there's more than one hostage. You're going to have to do something about that. You miss it, throw down your weapon now. Oh, no, Jimmy, you ain't in on it. Well, I'm afraid so, Willie. You watch those semis rolling through their shithole day after day, filled with money. You know it's just going to the shredder. Kind of gets you thinking, Willie. You know? Gives a man ideas. Gun down. quickly, the sheriff is revealed to also be part of the heist. Yeah. uh, he pulls a gun on him. Yeah. And he, he disarms um, Casey, who she's also got a gun. He's like, throw her on the floor. Yeah. He does, and she kicks it away. She does. Something happens. He gets on the radio to to uh, Perkins, Chief, Chief Bad Guy Perkins. Uh, and he's like, I've got her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at, the, at this point, he's worked out that she's, they've tried to, the two tech twins have tried to open the safe. Yeah. Someone's changed the code. Fuck so it. Perkins and the Tech Twins have worked out that Casey changed the code. That's what she was doing on her iPad. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now the police chief is like, well, I've got him and her. And Perkins is like, I only need her. Do whatever you want to um, Boy Scout or something. Uh, the, they call him something. Who he's never met. No. Perkins has never met this guy. No. He's like, do what you want to uh, to the have a go hero. It calls him something like that. Yeah. Who hasn't done anything heroic. He's just existed. Yeah. So then Casey does her best John McClane. Weird, the weirdest thing, she jumps down, uh, grabs a gun, shoots the shotgun out of the sheriff's hands. I'd have shot them both by this point. I'd have blown her leg off. I'd have blown that guy's head off in a big time. <laughs> in my house, yeah. in my police station, yeah. I think fuck. Oh, fuck your code. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, she managed to disarm him. Not kill him. Again, PG-13. Yeah. We don't want anyone to get shot. So she shoots the shotgun, which falls out of his hands. Yeah. He uh, then pulls his, like, his nine, doesn't he? And he's, like, blasting him as they run out of the Yeah, it takes cover behind the desk. There's a lot of time for people to, like, even when there's guns trained on people in this film, they have a lot of time to, like, get behind cover or return fire. Yeah. Um, sure. And they escape in the... In the man tank. In the Batman tank. Um, but the sheriff runs outside and then there's henchmen from Bad Guy Team A. From Bad Guy Team A, just random henchmen. Yeah. Um, shows up in a truck and they give chase. They do. And uh, is this when they do the... Oh, God. They, oh, my God. This is where they anchor the truck. But before that, he's like... Do you so? Oh yeah, Will. Thank you trust me. Will goes to Casey. I need to know. <laughs> Bearing in mind, these guys have met. Will has met Casey twenty minutes ago. If that, <laughs> if that, if that, they yeah. don't know one another. There is no build-up between characters. He's helped her out. She's taking his brother away. Whatever. But we're showing that he's a good guy, Rob. So he goes, turns to her in the car, and goes, "Do you trust me?" She's like. What? Yeah. I need you to trust me. Do you trust me? I need you to trust me. And I'm like, is this guy going to get his dick out? Yeah. Do you trust me? I need you to trust me. What? Do you trust me? Yeah. What the hell, Will? Because this is going to be harsh. He's going, I bet she was like, uh, uh, whatever you're going to do, yeah. please don't fucking do it. <laughs> She's like pulling a gun class. Yeah, yeah like, like in the day. I'd have been like, I don't trust you. Yeah. You've had to ask, which is just <laughs> scary enough. I've never been in this situation in my life where I've had to do something relatively important and gone, do you trust me? Yeah. Because I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so the the Batman uh, 4 by 4 has these prongs that stick in the ground. Mm-hmm. Assuming so that he can get close to Hurricanes and his and his truffle. It's secure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he slams all on, puts those into the ground uh, just after a bend, so that the 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 shits that are chasing smash into the back of the truck, and the car spins an, an unnecessary amount of times, mm-hmm. uh, rolls rather. Uh, and it goes through quite a few like burger vans and shacks and ice cream trucks and all sorts of shit. And uh, yeah, bags go off. They get knocked out. Yeah, and she's she's out of bullets. How do you know? Because I shot them all. Yeah, that's the response. And then he go. She she's he's like, I thought you said you were out of bullets. And she's like, They don't know that. Yeah. Well, why the fuck would you want to risk it? And yeah. They're like fucked up in this car. And she goes and steals the gun and the radio. Yeah, steals the gun and the radio. I Again, you were like, shoot them. Yeah, just shoot the fucking guys there and then. Big time. Like, you didn't have a problem killing someone in Utah against someone killing Utah. <laughs> these guys, they've, they, these are criminals. <laughs> you know? I know one's going to know. It's a storm. It's just, whatever. Anyway, she, she doesn't. So she doesn't kill them. She leaves them in the truck. Yep. And um, rookie best day. Obviously, these guys are going to come back. Obviously. Oh, with a vengeance. Die hard with a vengeance. <laughs> uh, but she gets back in the truck. Um, there, there's a lot of back and forth in, I believe, between the facility and stuff, but it's oh, not an awful lot. Overly yeah. important. No. Um, because I've, they've got walkie-talkie now. Eh? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a machine gun. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. A big time. Um, yeah. So they're back in the truck and... I can't remember what they're... Pl- oh, they realise that the signal on the little monitor on his truck... Yeah. 
is a, being triangulated or what he's using is the radio tower in the town yeah which they were they were doing some bad guy shit to at the start yeah and he's realized that if they pull that radio tower down it'll buy they'll lose time. their connection to washington dc yeah he's figured it's all that yeah and uh <laughs> so that's what they go and do <laughs> so he gets out of the truck yep. in 600 mile an hour wind uh-huh. that's blowing buildings to pieces oh yeah but he climbs up a ladder Gets on top of the building and is okay. I mean, it, it's blowing him about, given. Yeah. But it's not ripping him to pieces but like it is building. It's blowing him about like a 20 mile an hour wind would blow you about. Like if you went outside and it was relatively windy and you were like, oh, this is a bit much. Yeah. Not 600 mile an hour winds where you're basically inside of a blender with all yeah. the shrapnel and stuff that's just flowing about. Yeah. And as well, he goes out with the uh, winch yeah. wraps around him. Yeah. Because then when he takes off a bit, it stays with him. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's hooking it up to the radio tower, and uh, he notices the bad guys have been picked up. Mm-hmm. The two sheriffs that were in the car accident have been picked up by Perkins. And, and his... And, and we're assuming his mistress. Perkins' is mitch, mistress, yeah. Who's that sort of bad guy? A female bad guy. And, um, yeah, so he notices them, and he shouts to her, in a 600 mile an hour storm turn the lights off and he's doing this hand movement that i wouldn't get no turn lights off because it's basically like a a a bird he's like it's like a hand movement for all like a mouth with a hand all the mod cons that this truck has got yeah it doesn't have a set of walkie-talkies inside of it yeah which you'd think might be essential for people that go it works alone rob it works alone oh yeah obviously yeah yeah he's like a bit of a loner little wolf that's why he asks girls if they can trust him. And um, <laughs> it's not the first time he's used that line. Yeah, big time. But they, yeah, so they he, the lights are on the truck and he sees them prowling in the streets for them. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and it takes her a second and then she goes, oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And then what does she do, Rob? She turns all the lights on. Oh, bloody women. <sighs> That's literally what you can you can hear the scriptwriter going, bloody women buggering it up again. I just feel like so ridiculous. She instantly knew how to turn the spikes on underneath, but she didn't understand that. I I don't know. Maybe it's not very clearly labeled in there. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure going on. If I'm honest with you, I'd probably turn all the fucking light. That's all. Hundred percent. That's a very me thing to do. Hundred percent. I'm starting, to, but you are starting to think. I'm starting to see why this person died in Utah. Yeah, big time. Because uh, Will Toby Kebbell's character, when she turns all the lights on, he, he has a moment of going, "Oh, for loads of women, don't they?" Yeah. Um, which obviously attracts. They're, they're in the truck and they're like, "Hold on, a gosh darn goddamn minute! I've got never seen that one down that street. Yeah. I don't fucking see anything." <laughs> yeah. 600 mile an hour shrapnel filled wind so they they, they go up the street and then I, I, I think there's some sort of shootout and perkins mistress gets hit yeah drives into a gas station yeah and gets a barbecue the whole thing explodes like yeah. absolutely yeah crispy fried henchwoman big time gone uh you know it's, it's an emotional scene he's he, he, perkins is clearly upset to the best of his yeah, way. he's trying to like run into the burning wreckage. He's really doing henchman A. He's like, she's gone, she's gone. gone. Doing a bit of a Gears of War three, yeah, 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 and then we do a bit of Gears of War four. We do indeed. With the wind, yeah, where 
because they basically and it's 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 shown as they arrive against shy you see the the hubcaps fly off a car and they go yeah through the wind and then uh, this gives will an idea he sees a bag of hubcaps how convenient absolutely it all makes sense. So he's like, we're still hooked up to the radio they've pulled the radio tower down at this point yeah that stopped the bad guys well, I think it's in her new code. I think what he says is, you deal with this, you reverse the car, pull the radio to, I'll deal with them. Yeah. So the winch is still attached attached to the radio tower. So he's like, you unhook us and I'll deal with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, do your goddamn job, Messi, and I'll do mine. A man's job. Absolutely. Dealing with these goddamn <laughs> bastards' heads off with hubcaps. These motherfucking money asters. <laughs> goddamn hurricane hat, man. <laughs> So he gets the hubcaps, and he just, he's in a, luckily for him, the hubcaps are conveniently placed in an alleyway, yeah. off to the side. These guys are in the slipstream of the storm. Yeah. He's now blocked by the buildings. He's okay. Yeah. And he frisbees the hubcaps. Yeah. He knocks the bag open, doesn't he? Yeah. Frisbees the hubcaps into the street, and just one goes straight into this guy's chest, kills him dead. Yeah. And I think at this point, the he- the bad guys are like, okay, we're overpowered here. Even though we've got guns, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't want to mess with Will. And we don't know how many hubcaps he's got. This guy could have an in for that man. <laughs> this is Alabama, after all. Yeah. Who knows what will be throwing us next. Uh, so after that, I think we get this really weird scene where they get back, uh, Will and Casey get back in the death truck of hurricanes <laughs> yeah in the batmobile yeah. in the batmobile of hurricanes uh and decide to go for a piss yeah they go to the underneath the mall they go they? underneath the mall and they go for a week it's all that goddamn water i've never needed a piss i need to piss for two hours yeah and it's like good call she's not from fucking alabama <laughs> good call <laughs> yeah she's admired uh and they just have a wee and it's like the weirdest it feels like such a a random thing that you'd like a teenager putting a screenplay or something that they're writing and they'd, be, and they'd look at you like you never see this in movies do you yeah it you really ne- does you net only in comedies do you see characters have a piss but i've done it yeah in a fucking thriller heist movie when have you seen a woman have a stand-up piss she doesn't even bend down oh it doesn't matter she just pisses into the wind and it all just flies down onto toby kebble um that's not what happens. They just, they go for a week. So it's such an out of place. Yeah, it is random. Weird scene. And especially yeah, because you, you then get the scene of Perkins going back and we find out that the henchman who took a hubcap to the chest was actually the brother of one of the other henchmen. Yeah. And we're doing kind of a, again. We're not even kind of doing it. They are straight ripping off Die Hard. Yeah, at this point. Because he's the brother's like, He's essentially doing, it's the scene. Yeah. Where he's like, I want his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I get to me my detonators. I need my detonators. Just lock him up there. Yeah. It. It, it's it's that, literally that scene. That with scene. And uh, the German dude. German long hair blonde guy. Yeah. And I had to think of his name. He'll we should have your brother squeal when I broke his fucking neck. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's that. We get that. And it's terrible. Mm. There's no, it's, it is the scene from Die Hard. Yeah. He's explaining, oh, your brother didn't make it. And he does it in such a weird way. He's like, who what, killed him? Because what do you mean he didn't make it? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I mean? What he didn't make it? What do you think? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. He just decided to go home. He's dead, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Game over for him. 
this guy killed him with a fucking hubcap. It was pretty badass. I've got to be honest with you. Yeah. His chest crumpled like a pin yatter. <laughs> 600 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like when you kill someone with Raiden in Mortal Kombat, this guy yeah. was splinted. Yeah. Just think a really big, like, uh, Chinese throwing star to the chest. How much detail do you want? Gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's windy out there. What do I mean? Dead. Gone. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Right. What happened? Where's the Fed? We couldn't bring her in. The storm is the other side of hell. Where's Andrew? Where's my brother? He didn't make it. What do you mean? He's dead. Jackie, too. Both of them. Who did it? The Fed. That bitch. No, no, don't, 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 don't. Listen, listen to me, Bryce. Listen. If we don't get the money, they both died for nothing. And we're left with nothing. That's all we got left, me and you. The money, okay? So we, then this is when, uh, in that same scene, the cops, bad, group, bad guy group B, yep. turn on bad guy group A. The sheriff is there, isn't he? Because he's been with them throughout the the the, ham, the ambush where the, the lady henchman died yep. and the henchman got the, the hubcap to the chest. He's been with Perkins, hasn't he? And then all of his cops turn up and they turn on Perkins and his group. Yeah, because he's like, I've also wanted to do this for a long time. And you fucked it all off. Yeah. So I'm taking over. I assume he's the person who was actually leading it because uh, they mention early, very early on, Perkins says, oh, they said that we couldn't do this without actually killing anyone. Mm. And we've done it without killing anyone. Yeah. I think that he was the sheriff was the guy they were referring to. Who fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. But so the sheriff, they've all got guns on Perkins. Yeah. Every single one of them. There's at least five cops. Five cops. He refers to them as guy. What does he call men? You get there's one female cop within the little posse, posse bad guys. And he keeps referring to them as men. Isn't that right, men? And you said he was like, why is he not piped up as you? I thought, actually, that, uh, that's quite a generalization. Yeah, I. We've had a meeting about this uh, several times, and I know technically we are now outlaws, but I'd like to keep up that kind of dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> I want to keep that open yeah. where we don't refer to me as a man because I'm fucking not. Yeah. Um. So, but it is. It's just strengthening the point that this is written by such a misogynist. Like clearly, <laughs> and I assume in the screenplay, those guys it was just cops. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Posse yeah. of cops, hundred percent. Rob anything. Cohen, the dirty, horrible bastard, was like, "Well, we need one female." <laughs> I'm not having all all dudes in every scene. Yeah, God. Yeah. Who, who am I gonna molest? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> uh, so he, yeah, he goes. The guy, the sheriff, who stood in front of all the men and the woman of his posse with guns pointed at Perkins. However, he is also stood in front of them. Yeah. So he's in the way. Essentially rendering them useless. Absolutely. And then Perkins pulls his gun, doesn't he? He's he pulls his gun and just Blows. kills the sheriff. Blows him away. And then their deputies, I'm just going to refer to them as deputies. Yeah, works. Don't, if only he'd done that. Do, yeah, right. <laughs> By rank. Yeah. 
officers. Yeah. Come on, guys. Just call us deputies. Deputies, officers, police. Yeah. Uh, colleagues. Yeah. Anything. We've been through it in HR. <laughs> Remember, we, we had... We put Sheila this... from HR told you about this. We had the post-it notes on the wall. What's okay? What's not okay? What makes me feel comfortable? We might... We... I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Fucking ready. Yeah, you see her like, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Misogynistic pig. No more Monday meetings. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, so... So, so he's dead, and instead of just lighting Perkins up and everybody that's in front of them, hey, ho. yeah, Perkins is like, well, let's let's take a minute, yeah, let's all take a minute, yeah. I'll Pro- give proper bad guy, normal like spiel, isn't yeah. it? I'll give each of you twenty million, yeah, if you come to my side. And they're like, twenty million? Why have you got answer? <laughs> Hell yeah, boy! What was the sheriff offering you? I was so intrigued. I was <laughs> like, what was you cut with fifty bucks and a handy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I was, I was going to be able to retire. I'm going to get my $2,000. Uh, uh, you maybe my pension? Okay. You offering me $20 million? Money. $20 million? Smack a loony. Damn, boy, I'll do whatever you want. I'll blow your damn dick right now. Fuck me. So I was like, what? I, I really wanted to know what the deal was initially for that. Yeah. What were they going to get? Cause yeah. That's what I'm more interested in. Yeah. Did they know that there was $600 million? <laughs> Goddamn how much? <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice till I was in this room. Yeah. Fucking money everywhere. Unfortunately, I could not count. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a lot of god. Even if these are ones, that's a lot of goddamn money, boy. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> these are the accents as well. I promise. Well, that's why we're allowed? <laughs> I'll put a clip in. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Watch it not be as bad. <laughs> it was like that funny thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Anyway, uh, so they've now the, the <laughs> deputies of the deputies have joined uh, bad guy group A. Yeah, whose numbers are dwindling slightly. Big time. We've lost the sheriff. We've lost the henchman A. Henchman A. He's dead. Henchman and, B, Henchman B, two two henchmen are dead, and yeah. the sheriff. So we're now down to Perkins and the hackers and the angry brother, essentially. So the cop yeah. are, are tasked with, I think he's basically saying, kill go, Operation Cannon Fodder. Yeah, Operation Cannon Fodder. Yeah, please go kill uh, these the, these two these people and bring back the woman. I just I want Will dead. I want Toby Kemble dead. Yeah, I need her because she's changed the code and she's the only one who knows the code to the Seth. I need her. And I won um, Casey Bath. Yeah. Again, if I was the the, sh- the the deputies, I'd be like, I'll be honest with you, the room we're in feels like it's got enough money for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without me going back out into the 600 million miles an hour storm <laughs> and hunting down these idiots for you. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. So the, the aforementioned idiots are in the mall. Now. So they, they go into this sailing shop and there's this sailing paraphernalia everywhere. And Will says to Casey, he's like, put this round. And he, he chucks her like a big harness, wearable harness thing, mm-hmm. doesn't he? And then he, he's got his crowbar and he, and he smashes the glass and he gives her a flare gun. Yeah. And, and then she gets on the goddamn radio to Perkins. Perkins. And we have the scene from Die Hard oh. where it's... 
Oh, Mr. Mr. Degas. Yeah, yeah. I'm at a loss. You know my name, but I don't know yours. Mm-hmm. I was always, are you a child who's watched too many movies as a child, Mr. Cowboy? And he's like, oh, I was partial to Roy Rogers, actually. We get that scene, but nowhere near as, not even 1% as good. That's the main issue with this film is none of the characters are interesting or fun. Nope, no one. Other than, and I won't, maybe... Other than the cocktail dress of the British guy, yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. At least they're a little bit fun. Yeah. There's a bit of character to them. Yeah. They want... the, the only character between Will, Casey, and can't believe I'm saying this name out loud, Breeze, they have a nice little interaction at the very end we yeah. all get to. But every single character could just be bad guy one, bad oh, guy two, yeah. main character one, main Written character Written by a 12-year-old misogynist. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so yeah, they he's like put this harness on. And she's given the flare gun, and that's and the cops show up, and I think they've got the brother with them. I yeah. think we've missed the scene where the brother went to f- try and free the soldiers. Yeah, and then they electrified the, the the cyber nerds. Just to quickly touch on that, it's the stupidest, most out of place, rushed scene. He goes, he fixes the generator, power comes back on, then he goes. You don't see how he gets there, but he somehow goes to he save the soldiers escapes. from that that were attacked in the initial heist and kept in a lockup. Yeah. And he's explaining, he's like, you know, there's these guys with guns and diddle and he's get us out of here, we'll take care of it. We'll take him on. It's like, well, he didn't do a fucking good job in the beat. Yeah, when they fucking nerf gunned you to sleep. <laughs> and then instead of just cutting the chain, he's got bolt cutters, instead of just cutting the chains, locking the door, he decides to start cutting each bit of wire mesh to open that up. And they see him on the CCTV and they electrocute the wire mesh because apparently that's a, a thing that they can do. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. They've now got uh, Breeze as a hostage. Yeah. And so, they take him to the mall. Take him to the mall. These the the, the bad guy cops that are now getting twenty million a pop. Yeah. Take Breeze as a hostage to the mall. Yeah. And they're they've got him there at gunpoint. By the way, I think this is the point where Will checks his iWatch, his Apple Watch. Yeah. Sees that it's six hundred miles an hour. Outside, outside, yeah. It's like a, I don't know what the pressure is, but it's a lot, it's yeah. a lot of pressure. And the uh, and the playbook chat, the football plays chat from the start of the film comes back into it. Yeah, he says to his brother, he's like, "Let's do a Nebraska twenty-six and go long." Uh-huh. Hey, doing down there, Breeze? Well, I'm just waiting for my quarterback to call the play. This play just a little flea flicker on my signal go long. Shut your yap up and send her out now. Okay. Okay. Case. Where's Moreno? Oh, he's safe and sound. You can trust us. We're the police. Again, the cops are like, if you just give us the girl, yeah, we'll give you this guy, call it a day. Yeah. The second they start talking about Whatever it was. And I bullied that guy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, big time. Fucking football play. Motherfucker. $20 million at risk here. Yeah. So, wait, how much money have they got? So, Why are we just getting $20 million? So, Will and uh, Casey are harnessed up, and you can see they're attached. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a line on the back of the, the harness. And and they keep, the camera keeps panning to this this sort of um, the skylight, skylight window, and you can see the wind whipping round. And Will goes, now. And she gets the flare gun. Yeah. And apparently flare guns break glass. They're, they're, I never knew. I didn't know they acted as like high explosive rounds. Projectiles, yeah. Because she fires the flare gun. It blows the window to pieces. All of the windows. Yeah. There's like, it's a big skylight. There's like six or seven windows up there. Yeah. 
He showers every single one of them. Yeah. Which in turn <clears throat> pulls her and Will out. And they're flailing about like a PS1 character model. Yeah, so they've attached themselves with whatever, with this line. Yeah. And they like fly up into the air above the mall. And all the cops go whoop in, out into the top. Yeah, out into the hurricane and they're just hanging on. But because he's told Breeze, yeah, do the Nebraska 47 and with a lot whole ass, boy, he somehow like manages to run. And the wind doesn't affect him. And decipher that. And he and he gets out of there because he did the Nebraska 89. I fuck off. What are you talking about? <laughs> the fact that these two have never spoken to each other since kids, I'm assuming, or whatever. Maybe they do every now and then. And he's just gone, what, blue 42? Yeah. <laughs> and you just see two people fly through the air on a string. I'd be like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. going on? When did you become a fucking psychopath? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's the blue 42 again? Yeah. See, for 20 looking. Yeah. Um, that's not a football player that I've ever seen. I watched a little bit of NFL. I've never seen someone go, hut, hut. And then pop a flare and fly up. That would work, though, I assume. Is it legal? That would put people off. Yeah. So, yeah, this disposes of the bad guy cops yeah. quite, quite quickly. They they are all sucked up into the oblivion, the storm. Yeah. Um, and it's, again, it, it's like a blender in it up there. Yeah. Um, they somehow, Will and Casey, manage to pull themselves back down yeah they they end up on the roof don't they and then the roof is all getting mashed up in the storm so they run off the side of the building and they die hard they nakatomi plaza off the top oh yeah and then they come in through the and they're back in the parking lot and will definitely lands in her piss yes i remember now i remember they fall back to where they've pissed yeah so they're underneath the mall in like the parking lot um again i think at this point they're then pursued by brother bad guy no they they're hauling up in the garden center they're hauling up in breeze's uh daddy's workshop the all repair shop he he gives her daddy's gun will gives casey daddy's browning or something she calls it gun yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's like, eight bullets is better than no bullets. She doesn't have that accent. Yeah, because uh, uh, Breeze is separated from him at this point, isn't it? Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't know where he We're is. not sure where Breeze has gone, but we know he got away uh -huh. because he knew what the Hut Hut 24 run like fuck meant. For all they know, he could be fucking dead. But yeah, big time. And so then they're having a discussion about, well, what shall we do? And we know they're going to leave with the money. Mm -hmm. And when the eye of the storm comes, it's like a tropical... 40 mile wide radius oh, it's, it's glorious oh it's like a nice sunday afternoon so lovely and when they do that they're gonna leave from this point so why don't we make a car bomb and then we'll we'll blow them up when they leave this really happens by the way i can't make the show and so she's like well we just need a car and he's like well good luck finding one that ain't on its roof and she's and she's like, we need a car with plenty of electronics in it. Yeah, and uh, and you're standing right by it, and he's like, the fucking Batmobile. <laughs> well, God, he's essentially like, 
No. He really is. No. He's like, please don't. You don't understand. This thing costs like 1.6 million. And yeah. I, if I lose it, yeah. this is a federal vehicle. That comes out of my end. Yeah. Like, do you know why captains go down with their ships? <laughs> yeah. So she's like, we can we can build a bomb. We need uh, compost and ammonia. And we can, she doesn't have this accent. I don't know why I'm doing it. And she goes, um, <laughs> and she goes, we can we can get all of that from a from like a gardening shop. Yeah. So then Good we're, Alabama. we're just immediately at the gardening shop. Oh yeah, that's why I got the bad guys somehow know they're at the gardening shop. Yeah. I, I I don't know if that's explained or if it is. I missed it. And and they've gotten cornered, and it's two of the cops, and it's bad guy brother henchman. Yeah, and we're shown as well the the outside, the storm has now culminated in a giant tidal wave. But it hasn't affected the garden centre shack at all. Yeah, and I it's fine at this I, point. What I was confused about, and I, this might be me showing my, I, and I probably shouldn't say this because I'm terrible at geography, but before Alabama was landlocked. I, I'd, I'd agree with that, but clearly it's not because you see the, the beach a lot. Like you see yeah. the coast a lot, oh, yeah. and you see all the ships when it all comes in. So sure. clearly not. Mm. I'm gonna. I would have assumed so. Maybe we're on the coastal part of it, Rob. Well, right. I don't know. Maybe it's a river. Yeah. But either way, there is like a fucking ninety foot tsunami tidal wave that is now. It's on, on the fucking way. Taught through toward them through the town. It it overturns a freighter ship. Yeah. These guys. It's it's bad news. Will and Casey are in the the garden center. They're outmanned and they're outgunned, Rob. Oh, yeah. And she stalls them, doesn't she? Because they're like, if you give up your suit, we'll let that ball go. Mm. We'll let that ball go. And she's like, she's thinking about it. And you're like, she's nothing. She wouldn't give up Will. But she's stalling him, Rob. She's stalling him. She's stalling him. Is she stalling him before the tidal wave? Yeah. How does she know it's coming? But you can fucking see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 94. You just said what? it's 94. How can you miss it? I, I've already started to, like, wipe this film from my memory. Yeah. But she, yeah, okay, so and she, she's making up for turning all the lights. But like, earlier. I think the, your brother's like, I want the guy because he's killed my brother. So he, you know, he, he fucking hubcap raided and did my brother in the chest. <laughs> so it's go time. It's go time. Yeah. I'm going to fuck him up yeah. with my little pencil mustache. Yeah. And <laughs> my little, yeah. This guy's straight from a gay porno. So. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Um. So the, the, the tidal wave hits. Yeah, unknown two cops get killed straight away. They're dead. They're gone. Yeah. The water pushes them out. And this is where I got really confused. So Casey and Will are pushed out through a shipping container? Yeah. Because they're in the back. Is the, the whatever. They're in the, the some the unloading stuff from a truck or a shipping container. Yeah. The water pushes them out into the street. Into the street. Again, there's probably so much shit in that water, glass, electrical yeah. stuff, all sorts of crap like that, debris, yeah. that will just kill you and pull you down. And it'd be freezing. Um, they're kind of swept away. She, He gets away. He ends up on the, the hood of his Batmobile truck. This is Will. Will. And then she gets captured by... Uh-oh. Oh, start that again. Uh, so Will ends up on the on the 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 hood of his Batmobile truck. Yeah. And she ends up getting picked up by bad guy brother henchman. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they've got her now. Yeah. And it's bad times. And and Will, he's at an all time loss. He's sobbing. He is. He's he's, he's a low point. He's freezing. He's he's on this sort of telephone pole that the, the truck has sort of 
rammed up against. Yeah. Doesn't look good for Will. No. Until Breeze comes over on his little boat. Yeah. <laughs> little engine on its last legs like yeah yeah and he it just he comes out of nowhere yeah yeah how did he know where look we yeah. don't know gets him saves him he's not explained where he got this boat from no absolutely not it's not touched on at all it's just there got, he is we gotta get her back first things first brother First things first. First things first, let's go back to my auto repair shop, which is still, by the way, absolutely full. They boarded up the windows. Oh, what do you want? up the windows. The whole town is flooded. It's like 20 feet underwater, but not this auto repair shop. Which they boarded up the windows. What more do you want? 90% made of glass. Yeah. The roof is all skylight glass. The mezzanine that he lives on is all glass. Yeah. Bar the floor. Yeah. Oh, it's, this is fine. Yeah. So they go there, and he has a secret cupboard of guns. Yeah, he does, and he's like, well, shit, boy, this is Alabama. I'm a citizen of Alabama. Yeah. Probably the most fucking actual realistic film in this part of this film so far. <laughs> Absolutely. Apart from if these two started fucking each other right now. <laughs> do, 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 do. What's that? <laughs> it's my banjo. <laughs> um, and that's when they're like, they, they all, of course, have a plan to stop them. Um, we're in the eye of the storm. I think that's why it's... It goes sunlight, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're in the eye of the storm. We're in the eye of the storm. It's 40, me- 40 miles wide or some... Yeah, 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 yeah. Some bollocks. Some absolute horse shit. Yeah. The eye of the storm is apparently beautiful. Yeah. Get there. But then the walls of the eye of the storm are absolute hell death zones. Yeah. More powerful than an atomic bam. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they, they got to be leaving in those trucks anytime. So let's get up to... Cooper's farm and we'll wait, for, we'll wait for them boys. It's when those goddamn juke brothers they go out there and they get these goddamn souls and bitches. Big time. <laughs> so now the film has shifted from Twister to Die Hard. Now we've shifted to the Fast and the Furious. Oh yeah. So the the trucks are, are leaving the facility. Yeah. They get her back. She opens the vault. It, it's pretty much that. It's play by numbers at this point. They shoot the treasury boss. You get one moment where Perkins actually seems sinister for once, where he's going to put the pre- the treasury boss through the shredder they shred money with, and he's like, "I've got enough family." Yeah, and you're like, "Jesus, the prick, dark." Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. does, and it, it's like all, it's like that quick. He's yeah. like, "Okay, okay, I'll give you the code." Okay, cool, turn the shredder off. Yeah, because there's there's my one of my favorite lines, which again you can tell is written by a twelve year old. Again, I'm jumping back up before the police captain gets killed. He's like, "We go find that bitch." And we're going to take a cow, uh, uh, what is it, uh, oh, a, a cattle prod to her generals. Yeah. Until she gives us the goddamn code. It's like, what a rot this. This is, that says a lot more about you, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. That it doesn't know anyone else in the room. Big time. All we needed was one little hurricane. But you screwed it up. Because you didn't have the balls to pull this off in the right way so everything went sideways well i'm taking over now boys we gonna get that gal cattle prod her privates until she gives us the code and after that the money's all mine uh, but yeah, I forgot about that. That was my favorite. That was one of my favorite lines. We'll, yeah, we'll clip it up. Yeah, please do. We 
we go from there to um so let's jump back to where we were. They've yeah. got on the they've got on the cash and he just shoots Marino, the guy that was running the treasury initially, the one that was gonna go through the Yeah, the the shredder. No, his henchmen are like, Well, why are you why are you not shooting her? And he's like, I'm not done with it yet. What for what reason? Why? Makes no sense. Yeah. Like She's opened the vault. She served a purpose. Now she's just baggage. Yeah. If anything, leave her here because anyone that's going to come and rescue her will go after her. Yeah. Oh, no. Takes her with her. Doesn't explain why because he's no. not done with her yet. Yes, yeah. Because the plot isn't... We're not prepared to kill her, Rob. What? And I can't think of a way to get her out of that situation, so he just has a change of heart. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> to get off my goddamn back, I'm a 12-year-old dickhead writer. Leave me alone. What more do you want? I don't want to write a second draft, Mom. <laughs> it really does feel like that. It really does feel like first draft. I've put a million characters in it and deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> they have not trimmed off the fat. Absolutely not. Um, so, all thought about the plot, the characters, or development. <laughs> anyway, go on. So, they want to go on. <laughs> they load the trucks up with cash. Yeah. Um, we have three big green trucks, and at the very back, we've got the hacker couple that are following yeah. in a pick, pickup truck, something like that. Absolutely. Um, we uh, we have Perkins in the front truck. We have bad guy brother in the second truck. With Casey in the second truck. Oh, it's actually the hackers in the third truck, isn't it? It is. They're in the third truck driving. So all the money is in these trucks. Yeah. 200 million in a truck each. Out of nowhere comes the brothers. Will and Breeze. Yeah. And, you know, the goddamn juke boys. Goddamn juke boys, they're here to save the day. Yeah. Um, in, the, great... in the fastest pickup truck. In the fastest, um, what is it? Like, uh, auto repair, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pickup like, truck. Never. Pickup truck. This is where you have the emotional scene that I talked about earlier, where they're like, yeah, they sort of talk about the feelings. You're going to goddamn ever get any homosexual with me ever again, boy. All the while, while this is happening, you've got um, the... The hacker people, Sasha, and I, I can't remember the British guy's name, but they're just basically fucking in the truck. He's like, time. her cocktail dress is up, and he's like, she's like, she's sat back, yeah. isn't she? And she's got a foot, like, resting on the dashboard, like, just showing him it. It's weird. It's, like, it's weird. That. They didn't know how to act the scene out, though, because they're essentially just making noises at each other. She's, yeah. she's just going, big time. Not concentrate. The truck's all over the place. <laughs> Come over here. Yeah. Like, look, just maybe just give you a hand in. <laughs> I've really got to concentrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we'll just roll around in that money. Just let me get out of here. Perkins is going to be really pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> if we do, if we fuck... And we somehow fuck this up. Yeah. Which they do. Of course they do. Because the brothers do a Fast and Furious 1. Yeah. And they jump from the pickup, the, the repair truck, what they're in. Yeah. Tow truck, yeah. Onto the back of the... The third truck. The 18-wheeler. The, 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 the third truck in tow. Yeah. And it's this, again, ridiculous scene where... It's, they defy gravity they and speed and yeah, they, they momentum physics. Oh, from one truck to the next. It's, it's just it's atrocious. Yeah. They then not crawl atop they the just walk in top. 600 mile an hour wind. Oh, no, because we're in the eye of the we're storm. We're in the eye of the storm. Sorry. They're still traveling at some speed. My and you assume it'd still be breezy ish in the eye of the storm. But they just walk atop it. Yeah. Very much stood as you would walking down the street. I'd have thought maybe you'd go at least crouched in case you lose your balance. You can quickly go down. But no, 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 no. They just gently saunter. That's not how we do it in Alabama, boy. Gently saunter towards the cab. Yeah. And they uh, 
shoot British guy through the arm. She goes mental. And she's like, my darling, my love. Yeah. I love you so much. Still pulling a cocktail dress down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, bloody Rob Cohen. And um, they're thrown in the back. Yeah. And then uh, Breeze, I still can't believe he's called Breeze, he takes control of the truck Mm -hmm. and then he speeds up to the second one to allow Will to then mount the second truck. Yeah. Who... There's actually a pretty cool stunt there because you can tell it's Toby Kebble yeah. on the side of a truck and credit where credit's due, badass scene. Uh, badass stunt, sorry. Yeah. Not a good scene at all. Terrible. But the, the stunt, I, I, to be honest, that was probably one of the things that he went, I if if you'll let me do that, I'll do the film. Like You, can, you kind of got a feeling of, I'd be proud of that if I'd done that yeah. shot because it's, it's a cool shot and you can tell it's him. I wouldn't have done it. Correct. No, I wouldn't. But it's if you were if that if you were into that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's I a mean, very Tom Cruise. It's and it's an opportunity to do it, and it, it looks fun. Yeah, and just pirate where merit. Judging by the budget, they probably couldn't afford a stunt guy, so they were just like, hey, yeah. Toby, you're gonna fucking have to do it. And yeah, it's it's a very cool shot. You can take as much from the craft table how much you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. But your five hundred dollars is all you're getting paid <laughs> yeah. for the whole film. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, yeah, he's atop the truck. They manage to, they have this scene where then he overpowers the cab of that truck. Yeah. Um, they, she, Casey starts fighting bad guy brother, bad guy brother, henchman. Yeah. Um, and then we get the most ridiculous say, do you want to explain it? Gary? I don't know how to explain it, Rob. He like, he says to her. There's, there's some shit where you think he's going to hit some silos and he doesn't. And who cares? You know you know he's not going to. And then he's like, uh, Casey, hold on. And he like hits a little jump, doesn't he? And bad guy brother henchman flies into the air. She reloads the gun. And you think she's going to go like that and just unload into him. But because it's a PG-13, she kicks him forward. Listen. Toby Kebbles will opens the door. And then kicks him out of the door. Yeah. And you just get this shot of him like rolling along the road, dead, I'm assuming. Awful. Which leads us to the finale of the film, I would say, where, you know, Perkins is in his truck. He's He, he realizes that he's, he's got his flat cap on. He realizes that these guys have overpowered the truck. Now, at this point, the two brothers are either side of him. I think Breeze takes the lead. Yeah. And I remember watching this and thinking... Why doesn't he just shoot the fucking tires out of Perkins' truck, leave him mobilized, the storm will do the rest. Yeah. Instead, knowing fully well that Perkins is armed, with it pulls a, up with alongside him. Pulls up alongside him, cab to cab, with a with he's got a pistol. You know Perkins is in there with a fully armed gun. Yeah. What are you thinking? Obviously, every shot misses apart from one dings Perkins' arm. I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's the biggest thing. Mobilizes him with the. Gets the gun off him, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's horrendous. You just be like, I don't get any of this. So but, then, so then they do another football play. Yeah, this is like red red sixty nine <laughs> Don't look in her vagina. <laughs> uh, this is yeah. They go, they get on the walkie talkies to each other, which they've now got. Yeah, the trucks. So uh, they they pull up a truck on either side of Perkins's truck, slow him down enough that they can get past him, and then they just keep swaying in front of him don't they on this like ha- big highway motorway thing they sort of ping pong him yeah until his truck gets enveloped by the the storm but does it 
doesn't it just somewhat land on it and it explodes? Well, the, it takes the, it blows open the back doors. All his money goes. And he's like, my per- money. Perkins watches his 200 million get crystal mazed in oblivion. <laughs> and then the cab gets pulled off, doesn't it? The, the trailer, sorry, gets pulled off the cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still in the cab. And then the storm brings the trailer back and pancakes his cab in a fiery ball. Yeah. And then there's now this because this we had to have a shot of Perkins shooting at Breeze's truck because now Breeze's truck is on fire. Oh yeah, and we need to get out of Breeze's truck. So they pull alongside each other. Yeah, we have this non-dramatic scene at all where they line up and Breeze does like a, imagine imagine the remember the end of Fury Road when we have all these amazing moments of Max moving between his vehicles, all suspense and danger. Imagine none of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that, but really shit. <laughs> yeah. And he, he basically, the British guy and the, the two hackers are still alive in the car, and they've decided at this point, well, we don't have to kill them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Realistically. We're, we're the good guys. Fair enough. It's and the PG-13. We're going to save them. You know what I mean? Breeze has probably got his eye on the cocktail dress girl. He's thinking, he's had his eye on everything else, Rob. If I can save her, that'll be a win for me for today. Yeah. So, but what they do is they light up the cabs, classic Breeze jumps across it's no drama, drama at all. He's in. He's in. Then they're trying to get them across. So like, you can do it, you can do it. But the storm just sucks them away. Yeah. And this, this is the hacker couple. They're, they're sucked off uh, into the storm and, and killed Yeah, uh, very quickly. And that's it. And then the storm just, see, it was chasing them. It was right on their tail throughout this whole sequence. And then the storm just ceases to be an issue. Yeah. And they just... They just drive off and there's, you know, we've got, she, Casey says, uh, we've got 200 million in the back. No one's going to miss this money. No one's going to look for it. Why don't we just go to Mexico? And uh, you actually get quite a sweet scene with uh, with Will and Breeze being like, yeah, we could get into it. And she's like, I'm joking, you goddamn degenerates. She doesn't speak like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. joking, you degenerates. Yeah. It's quite a nice, it's a nice little, a nice little at, moment at the end. But I, what yeah. a great if they both looked at her and then just smashed her head in the next spot until she was dead. Wow. Throw her in the storm and gone, <laughs> we're rich, bro. Problems are not over. Daddy, you'd be real proud. Or if they looked at each other, just as she said that, they're gone. Yellow sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> and we've forgotten as well when um when either Perkins dies or the, the hacker twins die, Will is uh, is driving the truck and he looks in his rearview mirror and he sees the face he sees the face in the storm, yeah. Miguel, yeah. And yeah. Imhotep shows up one yeah. last time. Breeze doesn't there isn't any no you're not given a a scene of Breeze seeing it, but you will see it. Will sees the face in the storm, and it and, yeah. it and it goes, it dissipates, doesn't it? After it's Ian Perkins, it's yeah. Bloodlust has been fulfilled. It's been fed. It's just been revoked. It's fucking stupid. Um, and, and that's then, it. And then they drive off. They go, the the storm's now suddenly not an issue anymore. Now that all the bad guys are dead, and uh, and they drive off, and it ends. That's it. That is the ending. This is why, yeah, that was my, well, I mean, a lot of gripes, but the fact that it's just, well, the bad guys are dead. They've got 200 million. Yeah. Storm's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how it works. Storm's over, everybody. Definitely. Over. It definitely just stops once all the bad guys are dead. Yeah. You'd have thought like a better filmmaker or someone would have stripped out all of the unnecessary moments in that film. And then at the end, that if once Perkins is dead, you just still had some like 
Jeopardy. Jeopardy with the storm yeah. coming for them. You know, and they maybe they make it to a bunker or something. Yeah. There's some way they get away. Maybe you have something where, I don't know, Breeze is in debt and he's like, I could do that money. And he almost goes after it, but he doesn't because the family's more important. Just anything. Yeah. Better. Yeah. The storm just dissipates. Just dissipates. And there you go. That is uh, Hurricane Heist. You're welcome, Lucy. I hope you listen to the end. Uh, if anyone made it to the end of this one, I love you. Yeah, thanks for, <laughs> thank you so much for listening so far. Uh, we're on a bit of a roll with these now at the minute, though. We're doing yeah, really I'm, well. We're doing really well. I'm uh, loving it. Absolutely loving it. If you are listening to it, we really appreciate it. But yeah, that was Hurricane Heist. Yeah. Do not watch that film. I'll watch it, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's rough. It is rough. Uh, it feels far too long. Yeah, for what it is. It was like a, it was. It was almost two hours, and it's, it feels longer. It was a one forty-three. Wow. But anyway, thank you so much. Yeah, love you all. Reminder. That episode you've just listened to was fucking stupid. If you've taken it seriously, you're a moron.